What is the good word, everybody? That's again, this is your man's the one. Always joined by my sidekick. Well, I can't say sidekick. He's not a sidekick. My right-hand man, the big man in the middle, big storm. This is the state of basketball. Black and white sports, BW Sports 1, uh, original podcasting. And we are brought to you by Rockstar Realty, 317-503-8322. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, this is the man you can get in touch with, real estate, uh, commercial properties, all that. Talk to my man, Sean, Sean 317-503-8332. And Elite Performance, if you're trying to get that body into that elite shape, check out my man, Zach, over at Elite Performance, 765-499-1005. Also, one of our new partners, Revved Up Tattoos. Uh, Todd revved up. We'll get you all tatted up in the way you like. Check him out. 317-537-2667. And our good friends over at the Steak and Shake on uh, US 31 7960. The Brom family will get you nice and hooked up with a good meal over at the Steak and Shake on the south side. What's up, Storm? What's going on, man? Uh, well, you sound like you week, under man. the weather. <laughs> uh, a little bit, man. Uh, it started last week. It was real bad last night. Uh, pretty much slept all day, mad it up. And, uh, but uh, it's not going to keep me away from today's show. Too much going on. So my raspberry <laughs> voice um, will be heard, uh, ready to get it going. Well, that is great because there is a lot going on in the NBA playoffs right now. Inside, and we're on and off the court, but we got a guest joining us today um, that's going to talk about it. You know, we've known him for a long time, hoop with him all throughout the circuit. So I'm pretty sure he's got some great comments, uh, great conversation for what's going on. I mean, he's a basketball coach. He's a mentor. Uh, he's a smooth operator. He's one of the <laughs> pioneers of the Indianapolis Beard Club. You know what I mean? Let's stop talking about it. Let's bring you on. <laughs> What's up, Keith? What's going on, bro? What's happening, fellas? What's good? Can't call it. Oh, man. Beautiful, man. Life is great. Beautiful, man. So uh, we know that you are very involved in youth um, organizations, you know, with, um, you know, coaching and mentoring and things like that. I know we've had you on the show before to talk about all of your um, uh, uh, programs that you do. Uh, while we got you on here, want to hit you with some of those right now before we get into the basketball, because that's going to take up everything we got. Okay. Well, uh, right now, I'm uh, this, this is going to be my second year uh, in the fall at uh, Irvington Prep Academy. And uh, right now, you know, it's a struggle. You know, but I'm here for it all. You know what I'm saying? 
we uh we got about four or five freshmen coming in that's gonna contribute. I mean it's 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 rough. It's a rough being a head coach. I would have never thought I'd been an assistant coach for so long. And I thought it was just, you know, one of the easiest things to be a head coach. But nah, it's it's a lot that goes into it, man. And like I said, I'm here for it all, man. Um we'll be we'll be we'll be all right this year. Got a got a senior um he'll lead us. Uh we'll we'll be all right. We'll we're we gonna get better and probably in about two, maybe Two and a half years, uh, people will be tuning in to Irvington. We build. I like it. We building it, and that's all I'm gonna say. We building it, and uh, other than that, man, just still sticking around with my mentoring program, uh, blue chip mentoring program. Just still sticking around with that, using basketball as a tool to teach young men, uh, you know, about life and show them that it's a better way to do things. Just still doing the same things I do, man. You know. You still touching that basketball court? Oh man, I just t- oh man, I just touched the the court for the first time in about I don't know, probably about seven months. Uh, yesterday, no, yesterday, uh, Tuesday, we had open gym for uh, cause this is June, the high school month, so we had open gym. Man, when I tell you, I'm still sore, man. <laughs> hey, it's gonna be tough now to get me on that court consistently now, man, because of the pandemic. You know, it just it slowed me down. I was out pre-pandemic, but once the pandemic happened, man, it's like it's it's tough, man. I, every time I play now, I got to take it to ibuprofen before and and soak it up just all after. You know, it's it's tough, man. It used to be that tough. I right, play play, wake up. Do everything I did the day before, but nah, it's it's rough, man. So I'm just uh, I got a bike, man. So I'm riding <laughs> my bike, man. I'm trying to Good get deal. Back. Yeah, I'm not in the forty and over, none of that stuff no more, man. I mean, you know, basketball. Well, coaching and uh, just being a mentor, man, is I've given more of my time to that, man. You know, so I feel like uh, my playing. Only only time I need to play is when I need to show uh give show the one of these boys a lesson. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, man, I just I'm just trying to teach it, man. You know, I got a lot of uh a lot of little cousins and nephews and nieces uh that want to play the game, man. So I'm just happy to be able to have somewhere for them to go to be able to play and happy to be able to have a place where I could teach them. I mean, you know, just and it's the, I mean, our, my court, my my school, school's great school. My my principal, uh, my athletic director, man, all of them, man, they they support me, man. It's uh, it's just, man, it's great, man, being a being a head coach, man, and being able to uh, have the keys to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Just whenever. So good uh, deal, man. I hey, know. I exactly wish I had the keys, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I definitely about, know what he's talking. 20 years <laughs> i know what he's talking about about that 40 and over because i was uh that's what i meant to tell you dame uh i talked to jenkins and uh dion and we might have nope. we might hit that next 40 and over league man i can't stay away but i know all about that I'm i'll come watch <laughs> i'll come watch that's about all i can give you after one <laughs> ankle surgery and another one on the way 
Man, I'm good, got, bro. Oh, another one on the way. And yeah, I got a yeah another one. That was only a five year fix, and it's been seven years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the next one's a fusion, buddy. It's a wrap. It's all golf for me. <laughs> he does golf. Yeah, that's it. Like the only thing I do with hooping is when I work my daughter out and a couple girls around there. I shoot, you know, when they think the old man can't shoot, that's about it. You know what I mean? We'll play some horse or some shooting right. games, and then they're mad. So I'm, I'm good. And I'm okay with it. I'm yeah. okay. I didn't think I'd be able to make that transition, but I'm okay. Yeah, me too. That's that's the best thing about basketball to me now is just out shooting the kids. Because <laughs> they swear they nice. Uh, <laughs> I tell them, I say, you could do every move under the sun, but you can't outshoot me. Ever. Everybody Ever. think they Steph Curry or Sue Bird. <laughs> hey, so um we're gonna get into some basketball talk, but let's play some bills real quick. Uh let's see who do we want to go with. Let's go with Rogue Energy first. Yeah, that was uh, Rogue Energy Drink Mix. Um, if you go to the website, uh, rogueenergy.com, and use the BW Sports 1 promo code, you will get a nice discount on their mixed drinks. I've had them. I drink them. They're pretty good. You know, don't give they give you a nice little kick, but don't give you all that extra, like the Red Bulls and all that stuff go. So it's pretty cool. It was started for some gamers, but now other people are starting to use it. So it's pretty cool. All right. So here we go, folks. NBA talk. So first off, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about this, this, this jumping into players when you uh, pump fake and then jump into them uh, to get a three-point shot or to get three uh, free throw attempts. But the NBA is taking a look at changing this rule somehow uh, of a non-natural shot motion. I think they should because it's not a natural shot motion. What are your opinions on it? Definitely feel the same way. I feel like it's about time to, to clean up some of the things that take away from the game or take the focus away from the way the game should be played. Um, I definitely understand about trying to draw fouls. I understand but, the, you know, when we came up, it was all about being aggressive, going to the hole to draw a foul, not pump fake, jump sideways or backwards. And even though I do know there are, you know, fadeaways and things like that, but still it, it, it's not natural. It's going after a player trying to get a foul in a way that is just ridiculous, really. So uh, that's how I feel about that. Uh, it's I'm, I'm split both ways i feel exactly what y'all saying but at the same time it's like if you're a fool and you jumping out at a dude on a three-point shot man i mean you get you know what i'm saying you 
you get your foul and, and they get three shots. But I understand on y'all end too because I mean that's really some bull crap that some of that stuff ain't no foul. So maybe they should just, you know, do like they do, uh re, uh review it, review it and it don't cost either team or nothing, uh, to challenge it or whatever, but uh I'm not. I'm just talking, man. Cause I, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm. I, I'm with Jeff and Gundy on this one, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that. That nothing about that is a natural shot motion. You don't right. jump forward and shoot the ball. You don't jump sideways, and you do those to avoid your People. shot being blocked or things like that. There's nothing about that. I, for me personally, I feel it's an offensive foul. You know what I mean? Because you are creating that contact when the man is defenseless. It, technically, he's defenseless. You know what I'm saying? If he's jumping in the air and you jump up under him, what are you doing? You're undercutting him. He's a defense. So why shouldn't it be an offensive foul or at the most a flagrant one? Just uh, throwing I it out like there. It should, I just feel like it should be a no call. Just a yeah. no call. <laughs> you know, because when they started that that hey, that flop warning and giving boys tech, you know the flops are kind of cut down a little yeah, bit. They have come definitely. back, but they cut down a little bit. When they start penalizing you for it. So if they do the same thing, maybe they'll stop doing it and start getting back to playing basketball. There you go. I think they should penalize that, especially when it don't when it when it ain't no real foul. And you trying to you yeah, you almost are getting a defensive player hurt because you coming up and with your shot, your elbow, whatever, and he's coming in with his face, you know. So yeah, it's yeah, it's tough, man. I, I agree. I was just trying to see both sides, but at the same time, you watch so many games, man, and these guys, man, that's what they want to do. They're not even trying to shoot the ball. they just trying like to – Like they practice it because yeah. they have to – it has to be a natural – like to me it's not even a natural motion because I've never tried to do it before. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's horrible. All right, so moving on. Uh, I mean, it's um, like – I don't want to talk bad about the dude because he does so much positive things off the off the court. But LeBron has to keep his name in all of everything that is the NBA. It's like you're out the you're out the playoffs, right? You're done. Chris Paul them spanked your well, excuse me. Uh Devin Booker them spanked your ass, got you right on up out of here. But yet we still hearing LeBron talk. Well, first it was he's changing his number. Ooh, we got to still talk about LeBron because nobody's talking about this stupid-ass remake of this movie. And now LeBron's crying about, well, I told y'all because I ordered a foul, blah, blah, blah. All it is is you're crying because you're not in the playoffs still, you're not competing for a championship, and no one cares about you right now. <laughs> his ego is dented. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I like the way – I like LeBron off the court, and I like him on the court sometime. He just ain't a killer to me. But what you're saying is kind of correct. He's just – I mean, I think he just speaks because he – you know, he's like – you know, he's so-called the best player. He's not the best player in the NBA either. But um, – Who's the best player? The last, the last <laughs> one he spoke out on, the uh, – they shouldn't have been playing. He did say that at the beginning. Uh, but the other stuff, like the uh, changing his number, like, dude, come on, man. You you feeding into what everybody's saying. The truth is that you always want to stay relevant, man. If you just be quiet and talk on the 
the bigger points like what you talked on about that don't man if you're gonna change your jersey number man do that like a week before the season starter say that then man don't say it during the playoffs i mean that's the only thing that pisses me off about him man is that he just tries to stay relevant and people that hate you dude you just give them more ammunition to hate you yeah, I feel like uh, he definitely wants to stay relevant. He doesn't want to get lost in the shuffle. I feel like with all his businesses and uh, things of that nature, it's also relevant. It's free publicity. Uh, you know the movie's coming out, so he, he definitely, a lot of that ties into his business. Um, I feel like he talks because he's relevant. I mean, he's one of those players. He's one of those players across the world. When he talks, everybody's going to listen. It's going to be put out there. Uh, it's going to be looked at as good, as bad. It's just a part of it. He's been doing it since he's, what, 16 years old on the cover of Sports Illustrated? I mean, yeah. this is kind of this dude's life. Yeah. And you, I can't. It's hard for me to understand what it's like to be in a limelight since 16 years old. <laughs> right, so when the light ain't shining, all you gotta go. Fight. Nah, he you don't he don't know how to react. <laughs> don't know how to react. I mean, go do dancing with the stars or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel that. Man. Don't don't draw away from what you're you're not involved in. Yeah, fine. Yeah. And, and, and I hate it. Do a lot, man. It's. It's bad because the dude's a good guy, but that is something he do a lot, man. It's like, damn, man, you, you always had attention, man. Like you said, since you were 16, man, you didn't have attention, man. Like, come on, dude. But that's all he knows is what it feels yeah. like. That's Get all somebody else was shy. Well, thanks, ESPN, <laughs> because it's partly their fault. Man, you watch Sports Center during the NBA or during the NBA season. Every other clip is LeBron. It's like uh, every second clip or every third clip is LeBron. You can play everybody you want, but everybody is bad, and there goes Storm. <laughs> but it's no biggie. Um, let's keep it moving. On to the next one. He'll be back in a second. Because uh, I'll wait for this because I know this is what he wants to talk about. So let's go with, did um, Anthony Edwards get snubbed? Do you think Anthony Edwards got snubbed for Rookie of the Year? Nah, because really – he wasn't consistent. He'll throw some numbers up there. He'll throw some good scoring numbers up there, have a few good nights. But to me, no, nah, I don't think he was consistent enough to get it. Storm, I was asking you about, uh, do you think Anthony Edwards was snubbed for rookie of the year uh, over LaMelo Ball? Uh, I think I feel like it's definitely close. I feel like both of them will be looked at for the rest of their career. Uh, but I do feel like Ball had just more of a man impact. Game, man, let's yeah, say more of an more, impact. I'm, uh, I say his game is funner to watch, and that's hard because I'm not saying that Edwards is not good to watch. But the team aspect, and that's just my perspective, being that you yeah. know person that always wanted to make plays. It wasn't always about scoring; it was about making the you know the right basketball play. And that just appeals to me more. Like, there's nothing wrong with being a good scorer. Like, we definitely need that, uh, you know, player type on your team. But that one person that, that makes everybody shine and looks good doing it, it just appeals to me just a little bit more. So that's why I would go with Ball over Edwards. Yeah, I was I was kind of disappointed in Edwards as in his response 
Uh, but that's his generation. You know, they're real, they're real uh, touchy feely. You know what I'm sensitive. saying? Everybody go to, to Twitter and stuff. So I was a little disappointed in that. But he struck me wrong at the beginning of the draft process when he was spoke about, well, he didn't know if he had the love for basketball like that. You know what I'm saying? And here I am thinking, like, if I'm the Minnesota Timberwolves, and this is the guy who I think I'm picking first, he don't feel that he loves the game. Well, I don't feel that I should love to give you a hundred and some odd million dollars as the number one pick. <laughs> so he struck me wrong there. But I feel that if Ball would not have missed any games with that wrist injury, this wouldn't even been close because he had an impact, an immediate impact on his team. Washington, I mean, Minnesota is what tied for the second worst record in the league. You wouldn't, even, you know, what I'm saying you weren't even close to making the playoffs. You know, they made it to the play-in, almost won it. You know, I had a shot to make the playoffs, so yeah. I have to value his input just a little bit better than what uh, the numbers of Anthony Edwards put up. Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. I mean. You know, you, you've seen them both uh, during the season, man, and you just seen what LaMelo Ball did to that team, how he willed them to good wins. You know what I'm saying? They had some good wins this year, and Minnesota didn't. They ain't having a lot of good wins. Right. He might play good against some certain superstars, but wasn't no good wins, man. And he's And he's not a leader, man, so – yeah, so they're in trouble over there in Minnesota because Car Anthony Towns ain't a leader either. <laughs> yeah, but, right. but moving on, uh, let's see. Well, I thought we was going to have some trouble in Dallas, but obviously Rick Carlisle settled that all on his own today with him resigning um, as the coach, not taking, not returning next year, so he's voiding the last two years of his contract. Well, you know, the last couple of days we've been here about well, is Luca going to resign? Is there issues? Is it going to be him or Carlisle, both or what? So now Mark Cuban doesn't have to make a decision. Or did he make a decision and let Carlisle go out, you know, gracefully? Definitely. Him and Don Nelson. So you got the GM and, like, if this organization is not about Luca right now, they like, GM, hey, Donnie, kick rocks. Uh, Carlisle, it's been real. Thanks for the championship. Luca, what do you want? Just stay. Please sign this. Uh, this uh, he's got a max deal time, right? Isn't it? Max, yeah, max yeah. deal time. Yeah, this max yeah. deal time. This two hundred. <laughs> this two hundred. He gray have more. He gray be like Giannis and have more money than the country he from. <laughs> That's crazy. But yes, yeah, I mean Cuban's always been about keeping. When he gets a superstar, he tries everything he can to keep it. If that means uh, tearing up the whole organization. To make sure it's a situation where his superstar feels comfortable playing, that's what he's going to do. And you can't knock that, especially being here in Indiana, where that is definitely not the case. <laughs> I mean, what I read, though, is that Luca loved uh, Donnie Nelson. So, you know, that might have been some hate coming from somewhere else. They said some other guy was uh, be meddling in what they doing. Y'all know how that, that politics stuff go. Yeah. yeah. The dudes on the floor got the less uh, say-so than the dudes up there in the front office that don't know a damn thing about basketball. They just in control. Yeah. And I think yeah. I think Rick just said, I ain't coming back on some loyalty stuff. Like, man, yo, you going to fire my dude? All right, I'm cool, too. 
I don't know, but I think it was time for Don. I mean, yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, I think you ran your course I mean, in but, his situation. Right. I think he might have ran his course. He's oh, Cuban wants some new some new blood in here. This is a okay, new tactic. Bro. But look, how you gonna say new blood when you got new Luca? Lucas, I mean, I know you might be talking about on the uh GM side, but look, he just brought Luca and he brought Dirk. The two best things that ever happened to their franchise. Come on, man. You gotta you gotta let him write his own check and be like, oh, I'm done. I mean, yeah, you can, but you gotta look at it too. I mean, look at some of these CEO companies out here, before, for example. You know, at some point in time. You got to step away, you know, and it's the next guy's turn. You know what I'm saying? I mean, oh, you might have done all this great stuff, but it's the next guy's turn. It's I'm just looking at it from now. I'm not saying I ain't got nothing against Don. I, he's cool with me. It's the next guy's turn. Uh, yeah, it's always going to be the next guy's turn, you know, and everybody always looking for that next hot guy. But at the same exactly. time. You want to make sure you stay relevant. Yeah. But at the same time, man, y'all could have had him bring somebody up and teach them, you know what I'm saying, and then he go out. I bet they not going – I bet whoever else come in ain't going to draft like Donnie did because a lot of these guys that they – that next person that they bring in, if it ain't somebody that can been around basketball, they bringing in somebody that don't know nothing about basketball and it's just they buddy or, or the way they system. Is or ana- analytics. Analytics. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you uh, go. Okay, I uh, see. Uh, hey, real nope. talk before. Hey, hold on. Before we move on, uh, we already know that Luca and uh, my man Trey DeBarge will always be uh, compared. So, what are we? Li- what are we thinking about that? Like, I I did not think I would see Trey Young uh, get this good this quick. I felt well, like he definitely had a chance to be, but. Hey, he is uh, – he's definitely making his bid to be a superstar in this league. Man, you uh, know why. Why? Nate McMillan. <laughs> <laughs> Nate McMillan. <laughs> Nate McMillan. <laughs> he's teaching that young man how to be mature. He didn't sat him down like, hey, dude, you can get 30, 40 shots if you want to, but if you get about 20 and get your guys involved, you'll get – you shoot a higher percentage. But he's always he always was a playmaker. That was always a part of his game. Yeah. Watch, I I if you I thought tr- go ahead. Another season when they was stinky until when uh <laughs> came, until when uh when he came. I was watching him at the beginning of the season, man. He he had what's his name? Mad. He had uh what's his name? John um Collins Collins Collins. He had Collins pissed off at the at the beginning of the season because he was just jacking up shots. He just didn't know jacking. How, he did not know how to win at the beginning of the season. But when uh, Nate McMillan came, everything turned around because, you know, the great coaches, man, pulled the, great, pulled the best players to the side and was like, hey, man, this your team, but we ain't going to win if you just getting yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know see, I, mean? I, I agree with Perkins on this. You know what I mean? Like Trey Young had this great game or these these great couple uh playoffs, You're having a great playoff series. You know what yeah. I mean? Why are we not giving him that that statue conversation like they do in Luca? If Luca was up three two on the number one seed <laughs> in the yeah. West, oh my God, they would be calling him the greatest thing that ever happened 
to European basketball, which they already are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Just why can't Trey? I'm not. I mean, Trey's okay. I thought he was going to be a good player. I didn't think he'd be this kind of player. Right. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, but can we give him his pump, too? Can we give – can ESPN get all on him? Well, that's why the people come here, because we will give it to you straight up. (laughs) Straight up. Straight up. I love it. All right, let's move it on. Uh, This is something we knew. uh, It didn't surprise me. I was kind of surprised about the hire at first, but uh, New Orleans let go Stan Van Gundy. Huh? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yesterday. Uh, well, he's not a good coach anyway, man. He I mean He is uh I feel like Stan was good for a young team, not like an old established cuz he can he's one of those coaches just as well we were talking about that wears out real quick like Thibodeau. Yeah. Like yeah. he comes in and he works well real quick and then it fades cuz his style is not made for a long you know, it's for that shakeup. It's definitely yep. for your younger players. But once, you know, after a while, it's like, dang, man, let's get this dude uh, out this here. Shit, it didn't work <laughs> at all for them because that whole team is young. <laughs> right. But he only had one year, right? Yeah. He just, he just yeah. had one year. That was it. That was kinda... it. What year? Like, why did you even hire him? If he didn't Right. Like, fit. you can't establish nothing <laughs> in a year. <laughs> like, if you felt that he didn't fit, then you had to feel that he wouldn't fit when you hired him. But that go back to what we were just talking about in Dallas, man. Them dudes, them analytics, them dudes up there that that just know how to uh, make the numbers make sense, man. Don't know nothing about basketball. Y'all putting uh, the fate of y'all team in their hands. Oh, man, he he didn't do this. He don't know how to do it. Hey, you should fire him. Well, we're going to fire him. And they fire him. Don't even give him a chance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Next year, and coach until maybe January. If he ain't done nothing by January, then get rid of him. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of that Van Gundy. I think the other Van Gundy would should be uh, back in the coaching, not that one. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like him too much as an animal. I, I do. I he do. Is hilarious, man. Little entertaining. Dude is funny, Extremely man. <laughs> entertaining. That's where I get a lot of my crazy stuff. Like, yeah, make it a flagrant one. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> uh, Scott Brooks out of uh, Washington. Um, I don't. I mean, Scott Brooks. He was like one of those underrated. I don't know if it would be underrated, but definitely not talked about a lot. Even when he was with OKC, I feel like boys was not really talking about Scott Brooks in a manner of anything like average guy. So, I, to be honest, I don't know if I have the thoughts on the average coach on an average team. Even with Westbrook, average, <laughs> average. <laughs> uh, let's see here. That's enough. Okay, let's get into what I know. I've been delaying it too. I'll just get into what uh, Storm wants to talk about real quick. This is what the people want to hear about. What the Storm want to talk about. And up, oh, we lost Keith. He'll be back. Uh, <laughs> So when he comes back, we'll pull that off. So let's go to a uh, quick commercial. We talk about these series. Up, oh, he's back. <laughs> All right, he's back. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, CP three goes into health and safety protocols. But before I give the floor to Storm, let's give you some of our uh, Doc Sports prop bets from DocSports.ag. Uh, and if you do go to that website, you also can get some cool gifts and discounts 
if you use the BW Sports One promo code with Doc Sports. So our good friend Rafael Esparza, who's the eyes maker out in Vegas, has sent us these Chris Paul uh, COVID prop bets. Chris Paul plays game one of the Western Conference Finals. Yes, plus two, no, negative three. Uh, Chris Paul plays during the Western Conference Finals at all. Uh, yes, 250, no, plus 170. And what game will Chris Paul return to the Western Conference Finals? Game one, plus two. Uh, game two, plus 225. Game three, plus 175. Game four, plus 250. Games five, six, and seven plus two seventy-five. So they're having fun on this prop bets, but this is crazy. Can you guys please talk about the bit? We'll get there. Just a second. <laughs> Just a second. But uh uh Keish, we it's all well documented. Storm's not a fan of CP3. And so I'm gonna let him talk. And go I'm ahead, Storm. I, 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 listen. I feel like it is definitely I like I, I don't wish ill on, on the guy. Like I don't wish ill on no one. Uh but karma is something else. I feel like uh karma has something to do with this. Uh it, it just so happens that every time this man gets to a position to where he could possibly contend for a championship, something happens. So maybe he needs to look at uh how he's played the game throughout his career. And how all that could, you know, be coming back on him. And that's all I'm going to say about it. We know I'm not a big fan. Hey, that's the nicest thing he said so far. That's the nicest thing he said so far. That's because he's in the protocol, man. <laughs> Storm got a heart. Storm got a heart. <laughs> what you got, Keith? Man, I kind of I kind of see where you're saying that about the karma because I like CP3 as a player, man, but He's a dirty little dude, man. <laughs> oh, man, he's a dirty little dude, man. And, and he does it, and and he don't care, man. He even does it to, to his boy, LeBron. Like, I'm just like, dang, dude. But I, I feel what you're saying. Maybe it's a little karma because, dude, you always doing something dirty, and you don't. he don't have to. And that, maybe that's why I'm so upset because he really doesn't have to. See, that's a different angle I haven't heard yet. Nobody has put it to me like that. You know what I mean? I keep looking at – all I'm looking at is the numbers. This might be the most person NBA player that I've been analytical with. I'm just looking at his effect. I'm trying to stay away from all the uh, the Joe Ingles-style basketball that he plays. You know what I'm saying? And look at his effect on teams. But, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there's a reason why you – you know, lose it. You keep getting hurt in Clippers and Houston, and now here in Phoenix. Hey, maybe there's something there. You know what I think? What when he keep getting hurt, man? I don't think he built for a whole season, man. He should be doing that LeBron stuff, man. Taking take twenty here, take about six or seven there. I mean, because hey, but how about the how about the fact that LeBron spends like a million dollars on his body a year? Yeah, he is, yeah he said that, that, <laughs> that, that he's still hurt. <laughs> he's oh, but Father he Time doesn't get hurt, but he doesn't get hurt a lot. Coming, Father Time is coming, bro. It hit us all. It touches us all. You can spend however right. much you want, but all at right. some point in time, it's gonna touch you. Right. So, well, hey, what about our Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady brother? In it, it, 
it's gonna touch him too. It's just that he yeah. made a deal. He just made a deal <laughs> I, with somebody. I believe I don't it. Know you had a hell of a deal. TV, hell of a deal. TV Twelve. I don't I know mean, what's hell, in that stuff. <laughs> hell of a deal. You got Giselle Bunchin, and you got seven <laughs> rings, and you can play like you play better than you did. Hell yeah, he made a deal with the devil. <laughs> boy, he's a bad man, boy. <laughs> uh, okay, let's um, – all right, we're going to pay a bill, and then we're going to come back and talk about these games. And then for our, our main subject of conversation – we're going to talk about these all NBA teams and all defensive teams and these damn snubs. Woo! Hey man, we got a, you see Ivan's request. We're going to yeah. touch on that. Yeah, we're going to touch on that soon as we come back from uh, listening to Dan tell us about Sean. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself, 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right. Sixers and Hawks. Sixers and Hawks. 26-point lead. Amen. 26-point lead Hawks, <laughs> going into the fourth. Man, I got a couple <laughs> things on that. The first is if they don't have a backup plan other than dump it down to the post, that's going to be a problem. And uh, the second thing is how much longer do you hold on to Ben Simmons until he's not maybe worth as much as he can be? Because, unfortunately, I feel like it's mental with him. It's, it's nothing physical at this point. It's all mental with Simmons. Man, they try to make him LeBron 2.0. Man, he's not a real point guard, man. They need a real point guard and a real shooter. I mean, not – not to say uh, Seth is not a real shooter, but they need another one, at least one coming off the another one coming off the bench. And oh boy, they come off. He's nice, but you just need a few. Who shake shake Milton? Yeah, like love him, man. Love him. You you just need maybe a a three or a four that can shoot. You know what I mean? That can spread the floor, man. Because Ben Simmons, man, I love the kid, man, but he's just not a point guard. You need a traditional point guard. Play his tall ass at the three or the four, man. At the four. So man. you keep him? I, I keep he, him and play they, him at Can the they four. win? Can they win with him? Not this with, year. With his salary. With his salary is what I'm talking about. Like, he's getting paid a lot. And what is he getting paid for necessarily? Because right now, they instituting the hack of Simmons because he can't hey. shoot free throws. And he's not shooting jump shots and but he's yeah. getting trip but he's he's getting close to triple doubles every night he's getting double figure points he's had putting up uh double figure assists and he's getting double figure rebounds if you play him as a four and not just as a point guard i think it'll be better i think doc has figured out how to play both of them at the same time being post dominant and i don't see why nobody else has figured it out either play the high post yep. play the high low game you know, as well as he passes, you can play him as a Scottie Pippen role. You know what I'm saying? He sees the floor extremely well, 
and he does the intangibles. I mean, so he doesn't shoot free throws. Shaq didn't free didn't shoot free throws either. Shaq was dominant. He is not. I mean, and Ben dominant, and and Ben puts up numbers. Defense, uh, second runner up for defensive player. I, know, of the year. I, I would like. We need to look up his playoff numbers because I feel like y'all talking more regular season than you are playoffs. And I thought we were talking playoffs because playoff is when you build your brand. Playoff is when you build your legacy. And I feel like in the playoff he shrinks. He's six nine, but turns into like six foot in the you playoffs. Right. You right, man. He, he ain't shit in the playoffs. So yeah. what? What are we talking about? Why have him on your team just for regular season? Well, like, come I, on, I, man! I, you need to let him go. Let's let's pick up a dog. Let's pick up someone who's gonna show up when it matters, which is the playoffs. I'm with you. Get rid of him next year, but this year, man, they hit. You know what I'm saying? Because they did. Well, he needs to step up. Is basically what I'm saying. If he don't step up, it's a wrap. Oh, it is a wrap. He ain't stepping up. He just gonna be him, and he ain't enough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, can we put some of this onus on some of these other players on the team? I mean, he wasn't the only person. Players, he wasn't. He wasn't the only like person. This. He wasn't the only person on the Tobias Harris show as hell is, and he wasn't the only person on that team that lost a twenty-six point lead going into the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Joel Embiid, you're a part of that. Tobias Harris, Joel you're a part of that. Hurt. I can't say that. And he gave but you, hey, he but he could, wasn't hurt. Second, his injury wasn't apart when he had thirty points. When he thirty points and sixteen rebounds when he sat down, his injury wasn't a problem then. Oh, his injury's a problem yeah, now. We have to come back in and, say, always, and save the game. What it always is since the injury, he starts out good, gets tired, and then he sucks. That has been the ebb and flow of this whole thing ever All since. Right? The and he and that's where. Good, and that's where Tobias Harris comes in for your ridiculous $166 million contract. You're not putting it up. Can't blame Danny Green because you're not playing right now. But if you were playing, you're broke ass. You need to start making some jump shots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where's everybody else that's supposed to be brought in to help these guys? You know what I'm saying? You can't depend on Dwight Howard to put on no uh, offensive production in the paint. <laughs> no, he's trying to laugh. Everybody on that team is Jordan Ayers, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they need a leader. You know what I'm saying? They need somebody that's going to lead them in the playoffs to them victories. And Joel Embiid, he ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel he, he can be it. He just got to be healthy. Man, and that's kind of been his uh, stigma, too. I feel like he gets hurt all at least once to two, three times a year. Did y'all watch the game that they won when uh, – uh, no, when uh, – no, that Atlanta won when Philly came all the way back. One of the two. Something like that, but Joel Embiid he was he was shrinking in that game, and we ain't even gonna say Ben Simmons' name because he was non-existent. But they need a dog to come there. They need a a, a point guard dog or a three man dog. You know what I'm saying? And, and really yeah. get rid of Ben. If y'all not gonna play Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid like how LeBron and AD played, like LeBron to have his time in the second quarter or somewhere, it's all him. And then AD will have his time or something in the third quarter where it's all him. They, I'm talking about not them in the game at the same time. They right, the, right. You know what I'm saying? If they don't play Embiid and Ben Simmons like that, then it ain't no future for them. I mean, because they can't play together on the court at the same time. They make the game too hard. That's like playing with some scrubs. Y'all know how to. Y'all know y'all <laughs> play with some scrubs. That make the game too damn hard, and y'all know y'all can lose by thirty, and y'all only end up winning by eight. You know? <laughs> yes. So that's uh, more frustrating than dudes jacking dimes. You drop you. them a dime, and they jack it. <laughs> that's 
that's what it's like with them two dudes on the court at the same time, <laughs> man. It's just the game is too hard, and you don't have and being can't shoot. You know what I'm saying? It's just they make the game a harder game. So, uh, so who's gonna of, be the bigger disappointment, Joel Embiid or Giannis? Uh, Giannis. <laughs> Giannis. Hey man, because I don't know. Giannis, I Giannis back-to-back MVP. Listen, listen, so Joel I'm, Embiid has not even gotten the MVP. Giannis yeah. back-to-back I'm MVP. Giannis. Listen, Giannis can't guard KD, and he don't want to guard KD, and he don't even try to guard KD. That's horrible, man. If you're a superstar, you don't even try to guard him, man. How about you're a defensive player of the of year? The year. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> that shows oh, my God. You know hey. hey, listen, listen. Hey, man. I don't know. I played against a lot of cats. Like, I think I'm I think I'm a decent player. I think I was a decent player. I think I was above average player. But and I played against some guys who I felt that probably were better than me. But I would never say that shit. And I never would say that shit in a press conference. So I'll be oh, yeah, he's just the best in the world. And you got me fucked up, bro. I had the Gary Payton idea. I'm coming at you. Right. <laughs> and he on press conference, like, well, he's the best in the world. You already beat because you've given him that power over you. You're yeah. already beaten. I'm so disappointed in you, Giannis. Not that I was all about Giannis anyway, because when you set that wall up, he's done. Ben Simmons, brother. Yeah, they come from the same cloth, mentally. Man, the Euro, the Euro, try to speed dribble to the basket and run through people. I mean, this this is an offensive play for might be a little better. Giannis jumper is like now better. Yeah, now. Yeah. Well, now. At least, yeah, at least he'll shoot it. That's it. Giannis will at least attempt to shoot it now. Right. You but just keep leaving me wild. Hey, I'm gonna give you a Giannis, a Giannis offensive possession. Are you gonna come off the stagger screen? I don't know why, because you run Noah's for shooters. So you come off the stagger screen so you can get the ball going downhill. And I am not a Blake Griffin fan and never have been. But Blake Griffin is playing the best defense on Giannis right now. It's because he's got a big body, he's just getting in his way. You yeah. run, okay? This is what he, he dribbles real fast, running to him, can't go nowhere, back out, dribble real fast, running to him again until they call a foul. That's an offensive possession for Giannis. Hey, I also question Giannis' uh, basketball IQ a little bit. I know he's fairly new to the game, but when Harden with his injury, his uh, what hammy, right? His hammy, yeah, uh, guarded him, and he did a turnaround fadeaway. I don't know. That kind of sums up a lot of things. Hmm. <laughs> Overrated is what comes up to me. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know why they selected him as someone they want to push for the future. Like, what is it that Giannis has that they feel like they need to promote him? The NBA, I'm speaking. Yeah. And uh, pushing him. Weak, and he could put numbers up in the East. The East is weak. He could put them numbers up in the East. All right, well, K- KD is going to take care of that tonight because somebody asked me <laughs> Somebody asked me today, do you think KD could put up another 49-50 and get Milwaukee? Yes. Before yeah. they even get, yes, I Effort, do. Effortlessly <laughs> as well. Yes. Effortlessly. And no, it just showed you that P.J. Tucker can't guard him. All that shit. Right. He, you know what? All right, it's time to put you in your place, little yeah, fella. It's time to. It's time for the Reaper. It's time yeah. for the Slim Reaper. 
man. You should have heard everybody that that game that uh, what's the name one? They talking about PJ Tucker, the media, everybody, all our friends, anybody was talking about how KD, you know, what I'm saying can't lead a team and all that crap. Man, okay, that's yeah. the shit I don't like, man. When a, when a person, when a great player has an off shooting game, off night or whatever, you try to credit uh, a scrub that he played good defense, man, get the hell out of here, man. He just missed I, I'll tell you what I don't like is all these other players, like we talk about your Jordans, your Magics, your Birds, they all had squads. Like, it wasn't like they was really just them. Like, they had Hall of Famers on their squad. So, right. why, <laughs> why, what's wrong with KD having Steph and a couple of Hall of Famers on his squad? Man, I think the big dish, the big deal with that is, is how they acquired, regardless, because we came up in the era where teams were built in the draft. You know what I'm saying? Because free agent was relatively fresh and new. So teams weren't really doing that. Teams were built in the draft. All these guys were drafted. But now it's like the free agent market. So it almost seems like, well, the us, we feel like, okay. You felt that you couldn't do it on your own or you're not talented enough to do it on your own. But we're forgetting that these superstars didn't do it on their own. It was just a different way that the teams were put together. Man, it was a different beast back then, man. Everybody was dogs. You only get maybe a couple of dogs. You know what I'm saying? That's why they had to go team up with each other because the whole league be full of Jordanaires, man, like, it ain't, it ain't no rosters like, you know what I'm saying, like the Celtics and the Lakers and shit like that in Detroit. It ain't no rosters full of that shit. I mean, you know, people are trying to make those rosters, but like, okay, yeah. I'll tell you. I what, feel like the player, what it is, is instead of the GMs making those moves, it's the players making those moves. Yeah. Like, i tell you uh, another one. Miami, man, had a nice whip this year, but – the uh, pandemic, all that stuff, that really hurt them too because them dudes, man, they look every game they played in, they look tired. I felt that Miami was a product of the pandemic. I don't think they'd have been in the finals if they weren't in the pandemic bubble. That's just how I feel <laughs> on that particular situation. That's, that's tough. I, I know it's tough, but, you know, I just feel – just look out. I mean, an example, Storm likes to use that example when it comes with Phoenix. You know what I mean? Uh, being in the bubble, like, you know, when he's discredit I don't want to say discrediting Chris Paul, but when he's not trying to get – he's trying to give the credit to other Phoenix players, he's using that example as in the bubble is like, well, they went 6-0, blah, blah, blah. So I'm looking at it the same way with Miami. If it wasn't for the bubble, they probably wouldn't have been there. That's hmm. cool. And I do use that because they – I felt like – Phoenix started coming together in the bubble. Without that, I feel like we'll find out a lot. Not wishing no ill on my guy, but I would love to see Phoenix play without him just to see what that looks like. Without without Chris Paul. Because I felt like the potential of Phoenix being where they are right now, I feel like they could have got there without him based Mm -hmm. on how they ended the year last year because I felt like they figured something out in that bubble which brought them together, which would have translated this year without Chris Paul. I'm just not giving him as much credit as everyone else on the way. He's a floor general, bro. He's a floor general, man. He make it happen, man. 
And he's a but I feel like I feel like they could have got there without him, is all I'm saying. They I'm gonna tell you they couldn't have, and they wouldn't have beat LeBron there without him because he's a floor general and he got knowledge, man. He's in the locker room telling them dudes, hey man, you know, he's he's in the locker room, he's in practice in their ear. Like the same shit he do talking shit uh in the game, he's doing that shit in practice, you know what I'm saying, in the locker room and uh at the team dinner. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have a dude like that around. Around. Keish, I gotta ask you a question. Is he so important that they still make it without Booker? Because I feel like Booker is way more important than Chris. Booker's Booker's way more important, but Booker wouldn't be all. Hold on, Booker is all Booker. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that. But basketball is what ninety percent mental. And 10% yeah. physical. So CP3 gave some of Booker to Booker. He gave okay. him that mental aspect. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. He hey, but I got conversation him. about Booker, and I'm going to wait for that. He'll be in about three minutes. We got conversation for Booker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, real quick, wow. Clippers Jazz tonight. Um, Clippers Jazz tonight, first game. Uh, I know Paul has been getting dragged. I've been a part of it, dragging playoff P through the mud. But the last two games, three games, 30 points, uh, double figure uh, rebounds, two wins in a row. He led them without Paul with Kawhi Leonard last night with 37 and 16 rebounds, five dimes. Is it time or is are we starting? I don't want to say is it time, scratch, is it time? Are we starting to see? The glimpses of the playoff P or the playoff P that we saw here in Indiana before he got hurt. Yeah, I say no. I say you about to see the same playoff P. I feel like uh, the pressure of this game gets to him a little more than others, and that's all right. Like the some people handle pressure differently. Yeah. I feel like um, if he does do well, it, he will turn a corner, but I need to see way more than one game to be able to give him that, okay, you play off P. He's still pandemic P to me. Uh, <laughs> he, needs to, um, he needs to be more consistent. You can't have just one out of four or one out of five or one out of seven game. Like, you got to show me multiple times. I mean, and, I agree, um, but he has to put up see. 30 in, in three games this series. Three games they won, he's put up 30. Yes, but the one game without Kawhi, those are the he put up 30. The, the one, one he put right. up, the one he put up without Kawhi, 37 and 16. Right. right. And once, a win. Once. So we'll see tonight. But that's what that was the whole thing. We wanted to know what can he do without Kawhi? 37 to 16. For one game. <laughs> but they gonna win. They gonna win because Donovan Mitchell now he's trying to throw the excuse out about his ankle. So that's gonna be the reason why they lose. Now he's I mean, it's crazy that I heard uh someone say that uh Mitchell put up a subpar game with 21 points. Like his shooting percentage was bad, but still you hear 21 points. Oh man, he sucks. Hey, there's game. there's a thousand <laughs> NBA players that never put up 20 points in their career, <laughs> let alone in a playoff game. Hey, right. Man. People, man, want that old instant gratification, man. They seen what he did to them the first two games. They want to see him do that every game. Man, boys are going to have off games, man. Like, people – Definitely. Whenever anybody – I don't care which superstar has been this year, man. Whenever any of them had an off game, whoever don't like them, boy, they drug them through the mud. Yeah. Hey, man, Shaq, 
I'm going to see you Saturday at the football game. How is it going to be Jazz and five when they down three to two and this is game five? Come on, man. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, it's three two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we already had five games. Yeah, we already had five games. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm gonna talk about you Saturday with the football game. It's about to be over for uh, the Jazz, and I like the Jazz. They got a nice, they got a nice squad. I think Mike Connolly is the key of what yeah. of what a they're healthy, missing. Healthy, yeah. Healthy Mike. Help Mike with him not being there. I think that's a that's a huge hit for them. Kind of like uh, Mitchell, uh, not me, uh, Murray being out for Denver. Mike Conley is to Donovan Mitchell what CP3 is to Booker. That okay. veteran, that veteran that's in his ear. Because because Donovan Diaz's game did pick up a lot when uh, Conley jumped over there. It oh, did jump man. up. So yeah, I'm good with that. All right, so. Uh, Let's see here. Last our last commercial, and then we're going to talk about these uh, playoff snubs. I mean, these uh, uh, all NBA snubs and these first teams, and then we're going to let you guys out here and watch these games. So, and now we're going to hear from Elite Performance. No wife. The next books. The next Bucks game is tonight at eight thirty. Man, I'm uh, sorry, fellas. I I got a sidekick for the last end of the show, man. He, it happens. Why don't you oh, go ahead and PG. make introductions? Going PG. Tell them who you are. What's your name? Uh, kill Ford. <laughs> That's my grandson, man. Ah, What's grandson. Oh, right. Yeah. Hey, ain't hey, look, look. The beard he got gray for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah buddy i'm off the guy ain't even got that far yet no no right, right. <laughs> take your time brother oh i am i am no i need them to take their time their time right. exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh let's get into from the elbow brought to you by rogue energy drink mix when you order uh, make sure you use the BW Sports One promo code and get 10% off your next purchase. All right. So, um, all NBA. First team. Hey, before I got a question. Before we get into this, here's my question. Should it, since there's so much tied to this, as far as being super max contracts and things of that nature, a lot of things are tied to being put on one of these teams. Should it be positionless? Like right now, you have to have a center, two forwards, a guard, point guard, or two guards, two forwards, and a center. Should they just put the best players since it feel, is tied I've, to their money? I feel it is positionless because the players are positionless. No, because you know what I'm I saying? feel like there should be uh, Jokovic 
And I feel like um, there's two centers that I feel I like should be on the first team. But because they only allow one center, then you can only put one. And if you go by the votes, like if you go by off strictly off votes, everybody didn't make the first team like they should have because they play the same position. If you just go off the votes. Yeah, I kind of feel that it's already positionless, you know what I mean? Because the player, the players are positionless. You know what I mean? Giannis, they got him at what, the the three or the four? You know what I'm saying? They got, I mean, Steph probably is the only person on there that is at his position. You know what I mean? Luca's a point guard, but they got him at what? Oh, here he'd be what, the three or the two? Where's Kawhi? The three or the two? You know what I'm saying? Who Who's what? I mean, Giannis plays the three. But they probably got him here as the four or as Nickelodeon four. I mean, who the hell knows? <laughs> no, there's one center, two forwards, and two guards. Always. They so might when say, I say that. Positionless, I'm saying, have you ever seen one where there were two centers? Are you saying there's never been I, an instance I, I, where two centers was part of the best five in the NBA? No, I ain't seen that. Mm -mm. That's what I'm saying. I just think they never gonna put the best players in the in, in in this conversation, they never gonna do it. They gonna always go by position. Well, then they shouldn't tie those supermaxes to this award. Oh, got you. Yeah. All right. So because basically, it's hurting, some pe it's hurting people. There's people who got enough votes to get there, but weren't selected because their position was already filled, and they missed out on that money. All right. So basically, what you're saying is that the teams control who gets first team and all this type of stuff because the league has no no their contract is set up for your supermax with your team the league shouldn't have anything to do with the voting on if your supermax has to do with it or not i'm just asking no, a question. The, the, the media makes the vote so the media puts the votes in right also the team is paying the media then no the team is just saying if you reach this plateau you qualify for a supermax because right. you're on so, a first team, second team, third team. That's why I'm saying. So who is in control here? Is it the media or is it the NBA? The, me the Be media, the media me makes the votes, but the so who's the teams who and or the NBA should not make that a part of being in a supermax. Is all I'm saying. Right. Like with the, the way it's currently constructed. Yeah, that should nice. not be a part of being supermax. So what I'm saying is that means that these these first teams, second teams, third teams are all staged. Then is what I'm saying because I'm saying if not, the media it's not true, it's not the true best five. It's the yeah, true so, best five at those positions. Okay, so like I'm saying is these first and second teams are staged. Then so if you're if the team sets up your contract. For if you get a super max to being on one of these teams and the media votes you on one of these teams. So who's in control here? Is it the media or is it the team with your contract? I wouldn't say the media is in control because like I said, there are players who had the votes to be on the first team that weren't on the first team. So the media is saying, yes, this is one of the best five in the league. But since we already got one center, God forbid we have two. So, but you see uh, what I'm saying, Keish, about yeah. this? You see where I'm going with this? Like, if if it's if if your contract determines you being on one of these teams, then why even vote if the if the team controls it? 
Because that's what it sounds like. If your con Supermax contract is determined if you make first team, so who are you shucking out dollars to to make sure you make that first team to get your contract? It's it's really, man, it's a, it's I wouldn't do it, man. I, if I was the players, I'd try to uh, rally around to get that shit out, out of there because you should be getting a Supermax off of what you do. You know what I'm saying? Off of your season, off of, off of you improving year after year after year. Not what the media or what anybody else say is what your performance. Because I'm like, who determines if Booker or Steph gets the Supermax if they played? Well, let's see. What, what, uh, who would be on here for Devin Booker's position? I guess that would be either Kawhi or Luka for the, at the two. So the team, if, huh? The teams got a little influence on them reporters. You know, they got their favorite reporters, and then they favorite reporters are cool with other re reporters, man. All right, so, so like, okay. so like I'm saying, who's chucking out these dollars for these awards? The oh, <laughs> woo, the team. You see what I'm saying? Now you get what I'm saying. Now, yeah, the teams. <laughs> that's some bullcrap too. <laughs> so, um, but anyway. Let's see. First team, Giannis, uh, Steph Curry, Luka, uh, Jokic, and Kawhi Leonard. Second team, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, Damian Leonard. Here's where uh, Storm's where it go. Abe shit. Chris Paul, second team, Julius Randle. I'm not even going to go to the third team. Third team's irrelevant. Here's the people that got snubbed for uh, all NBA. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, uh, Jason Tatum. You can put Zion in there, maybe Zach Levine with the year he had, but both of those teams didn't make the playoffs, so I kind of want to take them out. Jason Tatum, James Harden, Chris Middleton, Trey Young. None of these guys, those teams, especially Man. Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell. Man, they trying to, you know, do that, protect the old guard, you know, the old superstars and stuff, put them in there, man. Because you said all them young boys, all them young boys had great seasons this year, man. Ain't no damn way they could, they shouldn't have been all NBA. But make the list longer or something, man. Because, <laughs> or, you know what I mean? <laughs> Five you know, in the sun. Yeah, take the take some of them older dudes and, and I mean – and put him down, you know what I'm saying? LeBron, he can go down to third team or something. He had a third team type year. I mean, how you make second team and you miss half the year? You know what right. I mean? Kawhi Leonard, I don't uh, – Kawhi Leonard, I don't even know you played most of the year. And you make first team over over uh, Donovan Mitchell or Devin Booker? Steph, okay, I can't argue Steph. I can nah. argue Giannis a little bit. I can't argue Steph. Nah. <laughs> but you know what it is, man? The media – you know what I'm saying? They influence, man, everything from sports to whatever, man. Because back in the day in the NBA, man, your performance put you on, on all NBA and all. We we wasn't even debating. Everybody was like, dang, dude, that's tough. Yeah, that, yep, everything lined up. But now it's 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 horrible, man, because they they feel like they gotta keep putting dudes like LeBron and you know all the top players up there, man. Like if them dudes ain't have all NBA seasons, why? I mean, really, Jimmy Butler, third team? 
Man, come on. <laughs> ain't do nothing all year long, man. He didn't do nothing all year long. He stunk all year long, and he's on 13. <laughs> name, just off his name. Just off it. You know what I mean? Uh, all defensive. I don't, I don't think I have a problem with that. Giannis, Rudy, Draymond, Drew Holiday, Ben Simmons. I don't think I have a problem with that first team. <laughs> hey, them boys on one team will lock something up, boy. It would be no scoring. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's messed up, man. <laughs> if they get two points, it'd be two to nothing. Yeah, it's because it's because uh Draymond fouled somebody, a technical foul or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh what you got on the defensive people, uh Storm? Nah, I don't really have a problem other than just the Homer. Would have loved to see uh Ooh, I was gonna get to that. Miles in there, but other than Ooh. that, yeah. Miles, how do you how do you leave the league's shot blocker even missing all the rest of the games? Still led the league per game and shot and block shots per game. How do you leave leave him off of either one of those teams? Who was that? Miles Turner. Miles Turner. Man, look, man. Hey, man. No. Four blocks a game, bro. That's Four blocks a game. <laughs> Four blocks a game, bro. We're not talking about – I'm not talking about him being an offensive production or anything like that. Defense. He can play. He can play some D. Four blocks a game, and you're not on – Okay, Neither okay. Team. Yeah, neither team. Okay, I get it. You can't be defense player of the year. I get it because you missed, and was it, 26 games? I get it. But you left off of all the team, all the defensive teams, four blocks a game. Even sitting out 26 games, four blocks a game. Yeah, he deserved. Yeah, he deserved a little shine. Yeah, yeah he blocked. Yeah, four blocks. And I feel like that hurts once again with all this stuff being tied into contracts. I feel like now he can't make <laughs> as much money as he uh, would have if he would have made that uh, list. So that still ties into how much the money is tied into those uh, selections. Hey, the Pacers would have gave Austin Crozier still that money so they could give him that money. Hey, Austin Crozier's still working that money. I thought I saw him taking tickets in the parking lot one day. He's still working off that contract, boy. They're going to make sure they get their money's worth out of him. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Um, anybody got anything else before we uh, put out the closing arguments? No, uh, the game's about to start, so I'm good. <laughs> I think Brooklyn Gurry uh gonna get him up out of here. Yeah, I think KD is gonna put up 48, 12, and six. Yeah, I better get on fan do it. Oh, it's too late. But yeah, KD gone. He gonna do him in. I, I can't get on fan do it. We got Doc Sports. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I need to get on there. I need to get on there. <laughs> we got the website, all that stuff hooked up. Uh docsports.ag. Oh, send that. Okay. Yeah, I'm on that. Yeah, we got the promo code and everything. I've been flashing across the sea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> bad, $60 off and a free $60 sports bet up to a $1,000 sports match. Oh, it's on. Yeah, it's on. I'm in it. <laughs> See how quick that was? <laughs> um, Hey, what I got, uh, let's see, other shows. Uh, Real quick, knock out our other shows. Uh, We do a whole bunch of other things, folks. Uh, We got the racing show on Sunday is with uh, uh, Tommy Boy. We have the uh, fight, the combat zone on Fridays. Well, anytime with Dan. He does interviews all during the week. So we got the combat zone for you MMA people. 
Uh, we have our football show on Wednesdays at noon with Dan and myself, the Dukes of Football. Um, our beautiful inspirate mental inspirationist, uh, Monica P has her show at noon at 12 on Tuesdays as well. And here coming up in the next couple of weeks, Rafael Esparza will be back with Dan with a new version of Bet Your Ass. Um, let's see, Storm, I got for the one good thing. Quote from Larry Bird. If I wanted to win, I'd play with Kobe. If Ooh. I wanted to have fun, I'd play with LeBron. Wow. If you want both, <laughs> I play with Magic. <laughs> all right uh for the eye of the storm uh just want to shout out to all the uh fathers with father's day coming up i want to wish you and uh Keish, uh happy father's day uh for the fathers that actually show up for their babies uh it's never too late for the ones that don't i don't want you to feel like you guys is our lost cause it's never too late to uh, join into your kids' life. So uh, I don't want you guys to feel like it's over with. For the ones that's always been down for their kids, happy Father's Day and have a good one this weekend. All right, man. And uh, I just want to say thank you, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. And, you know, uh, like I said, I'm still building over here at Irvington, man. If you know any kids, man, that want an opportunity, come to death row. <laughs> Not gonna you'll be have, all up dancing in the video. You know, you'll, you'll want your coach. you want your coach telling you to pass the ball eighty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Come to death row. Oh, yes, hey, man, that's a classic. If we ever have a clips, Dave. Dave, we gotta start having clips. I got to made I, the clips. Well, I got all the videos, so I can, yeah, we do, we do. Somehow we'll put that together. I have to work with my uh design team, <laughs> uh, Dan and Tommy. <laughs> um, so uh that's it. Like, um, if you got any uh business opportunities that you want to reach out that you like, like and white sports, I think we can help you out. Uh marketing design, uh putting the highlight teams together, packages and stuff like that. Get us up info.bwsports1 at gmail.com, or you get us on the website www.bwsports1.com for storm. BW Sports One, Coach Keys, myself, we are out of here, folks. Man, where's the button, man? My nipples are hot.